welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife, Beth. Mm. Hallelujah. On this January 28th. You got all the great scripture for us. We about, do. We do, do not fear. Do not be afraid. Do not fear. Scripture of the day is 1 Samuel 12, 20. This is a good one for you. 1 Samuel 12, 20 says, Do not be afraid, Samuel replied. You have done all this evil, yet you do not turn away from the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. Think of that. Wow. We That's can, a great scripture. We do wrong, but God forgives us and allows us to go on. Yes, he does. He is a magnanimous God. On today's call. Yeah, second part. Of prosperity's priorities. That's right. First, a brief review. God's law of release is number one. Poverty and lack are not accidents, and neither is prosperity. Strict spiritual laws govern both. The spiritual law of release says be willing to release for increase. Mm. Proverbs 11, 24, and 25. 11, 24, 25, Message Bible. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. One who blesses others is abundantly blessed. Those who help others are helped. Think of that. God makes it clear. If you're generous, your money will increase and you'll be prosperous. If you're stingy and hoard too much of your money, more than is proper. You'll be poor. God's spiritual law will not change, no matter how uncomfortable it makes you feel. Think of that. Number two, put God first. There's no doubt about it. God needs to be first in our life. Not a single soul in all of Christianity would disagree with that statement. I do, don't know of one doctrine, one church, one preacher, one teacher, or one Christian philosopher who would say that's not what God says in the Word. To make a major breakthrough in a spiritual area of finances or any place else, your spiritual priorities must be absolutely online with God. He needs to be first in every aspect of our lives, not just a passive agreement, but in our daily actions. Number three, tithe off the top. A, a major question among Christians, we you, oh, we used to get asked all the time, is to begin, you know, when we begin to put your financial house in order is, do I tithe before or after my bills or before or after, you know, taxes? God is always first. Many people will pay their bills even and then, you know, do the financial, uh, I mean, of their financial obligations to the world and then tithe to God with the remaining money. That is not, that is not what the Bible teaches. Amen. Deuteronomy 26, 2. 26.2, thou shalt take the first of all the fruit of the earth, which thou shalt bring of the land that the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shalt put in a basket, and shall go into the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name. So that obviously they were a gregarian society, and they brought the first fruits of their land. Num Number four, giving precedes receiving. Giving precedes receiving. We're picking up where we left off now. You know, we've been learning that God sets priorities. Now, we want to emphasize that one of the most elementary priorities of all is that giving 
always precedes receiving. Amen. The world would have you believe that you receive first, then you give. So many times I've heard good, honest, sincere, well-meaning Christians say, Oh, what Brother Harold, Sister Beth, when I receive a million dollars, I'm going to give a great amount to the work of the Lord. You just watch. I know I will. Now, the Bible contradicts that bit of human reasoning. It says that a person must be faithful in a little, or he'll never have the opportunity to be faithful in a lot. Think about that. Luke 16.10, 16.10, He that is faithful in that which is least, is faithful also in much. And he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. Now, we want you to listen to this next sentence very carefully. Waiting for abundance before starting to give will not ensure the giving of large gifts. It will actually ensure just the opposite. You will not give at all. First things come first. If you want to receive from God, you must begin to give. The Bible clearly teaches this principle over and over again throughout the entire book of the Word. Luke 6.38 says, Give first, then it will be given to you. Malachi 3.10 says to tithe and give offerings first, then God will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing on you. Even unsaved farmers know this primary principle. Yes. you got to sow before you can reap. You'll never hear a farmer say, I'm not going to do any planting this year. God first give me a harvest of wheat, then I'll plant my seed in the field. Every farmer knows that such a thing simply will not happen. He knows that we must first plant seeds, no matter how few he has, and then we'll have back a harvest. Does the Lord give you salvation first, and then you give your heart to him? Of course not. First you give your heart to the Lord, and then he will give you eternal life. God's principle of first planting, then reaping, is firmly entrenched in every aspect of life, from Genesis to Revelation, from farming to the propagation of every species. Mm. Giving always precedes receiving. Number five, giving in abundance. You may consider yourself a generous giver. Maybe you are. You may be faithful with a tithe and even give generous office when offers when offerings. Let me get that out. When prompted by a well-presented need or moved by the Holy Spirit. Now I want to encourage you to enter a whole new dimension of giving and receiving. We want you to experience a bold new realm far beyond now what seems substantial to you. Your giving horizon, the highest, greatest, most blessed experience of giving and receiving you can imagine is merely a starting point. A whole new giving experience can begin to take form in your spirit today. Satan is trying to keep you from rising from your current level of giving. He wants to keep you on a low level of awareness far short of what God intends for you and far short of what you desire to attain. Now is the strategic time to make up your mind you're going to think bold new thoughts and make some financial breakthroughs. I remember J.C. Penney's mother saying, um, he came in the house as a young child, and she said, you got to tithe off that dollar twenty. And he said, if I had not tithed off that, I would have never tithed the millions that I tithe late, you know, later, which I thought was fascinating. Once you fully realize, though, that the new level of abundance of God is planned for you, you can rise out of your current dimension and reach a far more generous level. 
no matter where you are now, it is time to move into a new dimension of giving. Number six, mm. proper priorities bring blessings. Only one time in the Bible do we read where someone inquired of Jesus on how to be saved. The one who posed the question was a rich ruler who asked, Good Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? That's in Luke 18, 18. As amazing as it may seem, Jesus preached a money, a money sermon to that young boy. He told him to go sell all he had, give it to the poor, and follow him. Why did Jesus say such a thing? you think it was because he wanted the young fellow to be poor? No, of course not. It's because Jesus wanted him to get his priorities straight. If the young ruler had agreed to give up his riches for the sake of the gospel, Jesus would have given him the riches back greatly increased. Read Mark 10, 29 and 30. Mark 10, 29 and 30. Scripture teaches that it's impossible to go broke when given to the poor. Proverbs 19, 17. 19, 17. He that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord, and that which he had given will he repay him again. We need to remember that God must be our first priority. When his priority is established over your money, the Lord can begin to do some mighty things in your life and your finances. Remember, God gives you the power to get wealth. Deuteronomy 8.18, 8.18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant. God wants to establish his covenant to make you a blessing to others. Genesis 12.2, 12.2. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy, make thy great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Go boldly beyond being a blessing. You cannot be a blessing to others unless you've been personally blessed by God. Mm -hmm. Number seven, the cost of living in heaven. How much do you think it's going to cost to live in heaven for a year? We have to buy food. Is rent really high up there? Will there be any doctor bills? <laughs> well, that's all laughable matter. Everyone there knows that there will be no need for money in heaven. Money will have no purpose in heaven. Obviously, material blessings will become perfectly worthless once you've entered the pearly gates. So let's ask a more serious question. Why does the Bible speak of an increase of our money and material wealth? Why does the Bible talk about prosperity at all? Surely God knows money, wealth, and prosperity have to do with the activity going right down here on planet Earth. Prosperity, money, and wealth are for this realm. Hallelujah. So you need to listen carefully for the words of Jesus as he promises an increase of goods beyond your wildest dreams, not after you got to heaven, but right here and right now. Mark 10, 29 and 30. Mark 10, verses 29 and 30 says... There is no man that has left houses or brethren or sisters or fathers or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake in the Gospels that he shall not receive an hundredfold now in this time, houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands and in the world to come eternal life. House with lands will have no value in eternity. The only thing a new house will mean anything to you is now in this time. Such things are, well, 
They're just not even counted in heaven. It's taken care of. Yes, God is deeply concerned about your spiritual blessings. He's also vitally concerned about your material blessings, and he wants to provide for you now in this life. And that is a good reason yes. to get your spiritual priorities in order. Seek first the kingdom of heaven and Absolutely. all these things. Absolutely. Seek first, though it says. That's good. And all these things will be added it's to It's very us. important to have your priorities right. Yes, indeed. Hallelujah. Go to heraldherring.com, click the button that says Sow a Seed. You've been blessed by the teaching. Just ask God what seed he'd have you sow. Do what he says, that's all we ever ask. And until tomorrow morning at 8.30 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.